What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. I can do all things through the betting gods whom strengthen me. Back again with us, Justin, the Russian concussion mascaro. How are you doing? Great. And for the first time on season three, uh, I'll let you introduce yourself. He's, a, he's been on the show before, but for any, any new listeners, uh, go ahead and introduce good yourself. Good to be back. Good to be back, fellas. Give, give us a name. LA. You already know. In the flesh. So episode 83, we got... Uh, Let's see. We're talking again. Obviously, Jameis Taysom recap the Saints preseason game. We're going to break down the Saints schedule entire in the entirety, and we're going to give you our record predictions. And then we're going to talk some college football. Finally, week zero is here. Uh, we got some games, not the best games in the world, but shitty games are better than no games. You know what I'm saying? Um. All right. So first things first. Saints get a two point win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. In preseason, is it safe to say that uh, Jameis solidified his uh, role as a starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints? I think so. You do? Justin, what do you think? Absolutely. That was the Taysom Hill I expected to see in the first game. Yeah. No, yeah. What, like shitty? Uh, not knowing what he's doing. Yeah. And that's what the Jameis I expected to see, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, airing I, it out. Yeah. I Taysom looked like a high school quarterback. He really did. He looked like he didn't belong at all. Just holding on to the ball too long. Yeah. Like, there was so many times where it's like, run, 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 run. What are you doing? Like, yeah, or there's probably somebody open to throw it to him. Yeah, or, yeah, one or the other. Um, all right, let's talk about, because so me and my dad were going back and forth about uh, Jameis's touchdown throws. So obviously we saw what happened with the first one. Honestly, I didn't even realize Callaway caught it at first. I saw the flag come out, and then I kind of looked away. I'm he like, juggled oh. it a little I was like, bit. okay, we're on the one. Yeah. Um, but that was – no, yeah, I, I, I would have kept it a touchdown. I thought that was an incredible catch. Um, <clears throat> but the second one, give me give me your honest opinion of the second throw. That was a beautiful ball. Give me your honest opinion. Perfect throw. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it could have been better. Okay, so – Why? What's he saying? That it's a run-of-the-mill throw. Any quarterback in the NFL can make that throw. I mean, that was a dime. That was That's what I said. It was a fucking dime. Yeah, he caught it with one hand, but it was like perfect. I mean, it's not like a risky throw, so. Yeah, it's you know, not a risky throw. Off, it is on a sideline. It's like. But it was on the I guess the I kind of get his point because that is like a throw that if you don't want your quarterback taking risks, that's what play you call for. No, but it's not about taking risk. He's saying that was an easy throw. That was a routine throw. Yeah, yeah. I don't agree with that. I greatly disagree with that. He said, and so he started going down the list of. Everybody that can make that throw. He said Garoppolo can make that throw. I said, well, he missed fucking Emmanuel Sanders wide open in the Super Bowl. He couldn't make that throw. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, any quarterback can make that throw. Right. But like in practice, that's what I'm saying. Garoppolo probably makes that throw to Sanders down the middle 100 out of 100 times. Probably doesn't miss it. But whenever it's a difference between being able to and doing it. I, I said that second throw was a better ball than the first one, in my opinion. On the money. Like in stride, right where it needed to be. As the corner's blitzing and smoking him. So I thought that was an incredible throw. Jameis was like one incompletion away from having a perfect passer rating, and it was a check down to the running back off the fingertips. It was a bad throw, but 
Yeah, uh, what, nine out of ten? Yeah, you couldn't have a better a better performance. You couldn't. Um, um I did think Taysom's touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty ball. That was the prettiest pass he's ever had. That See, was a career. Ball, okay, agree. but like no, it was perfect placement. I mean, it was also a good back catch sh- by yeah, but the, back okay, shoulder though. Yeah, that's, that's a hard throw to make. You talking about the one to LeJordan Humphreys? Yeah, it could have been higher. That's yeah, what I'm saying. He could have threw it up higher. Maybe. He jumps up and he catches it here. Like he could have, he could have extended. Yeah. So, but no, it's a good ball. But if the DB turns around, he can probably make a play on yeah, that he ball. He was still looking up at Lil Jordan Humphrey. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he had his around. back to him. That's why I was like, he. It was. I actually called that. I said I, I counted him out, and I was like, okay, that's eleven. I said no safety over the top. I said I'd throw a fade route to Humphreys, give him a shot to go up and get it, and they did it right on the money. And it worked out. It was it was a good throw, but I think I still think it was a good ball, though. No, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it wasn't a good ball. But that's another throw that, like Nick's saying, that's a safe throw too. Put it up where only he can go get it, and I felt like he could have put it up higher, like only so he can go get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's that's. I'm not knocking the throw he had. I'm just saying I felt like yeah, it it wasn't like. I thought you were about to say like it was the best throw of the night or something. That's why I was like, okay, we're smoking crack. So, um. But, but the yeah. announcers kept talking about like how much he's improved on just strictly throwing the ball. He still looks don't get me wrong. I disagree. He still looks confused as shit. Like he doesn't know when to run or when to stay in the pocket to pass. You're talking about Taysom, right? Yeah, but they kept the whole night. I don't know if y'all were listening to the commentary, but they just kept saying how he's throwing the ball the best of his career. I it just looks so forced. What do, what do you think? It looks, looks like so forced arms. to me. Every time he throws, it looks like he's short arming a little bit. Like when Jameis throws the deep ball, it's like flick of the wrist. With Taysom, it's like he's got to wind the fuck up, and like, and then when he's throwing checkdowns, it's like he's like, like he doesn't know how to throw a checkdown. I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think he's good at throwing run. Uh, <laughs> Nothing. Period. Anything that has to do with playing quarterback. I don't yeah, even no. like when he gets the ball in his other little role either. So. What? I mean, he did fumble away the Packers game. Okay, but he's, he he damn near fumbled away the Atlanta game. We were there. Yeah, at quarterback. Yeah. Right. I'm saying when he's yeah, not but at quarterback. Ronnie, that was like, it's not, it's yeah. Wildcat. Yeah. Okay. I, it was a different story when we had Drew Brees because it's like, I don't ever want to see Drew Brees come off the field. It's, it'd be like a third and six and we're bringing Taysom in. Like, exactly. what are we doing? Um, at quarterback. If he's lined up somewhere else. No, yeah. If you want to line him up in the it. slot or some right. shit, sure. But I mean, I, I feel like it was a it's if if the defenses want to plan for Taysom Hill, then they can yeah, shut Taysom Winston Hill down. I don't want Winston coming off the field either. No, I yeah, don't. Yeah, either. same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Um, so yeah, that's why I don't like it. And plus, I think it's like, all right, you're gonna let Taysom Hill run with it. I'd rather run it with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. So short yardage and goal line is the only is the only uh, thing that I can see. Like God, that I agree with using him in it, that role. He like is. Bruising. I mean, if he gets past the line, he can, he'll go lower shoulder on a safety. Like I like all of that. He is fast, so he can contribute. I think it's another weapon. To but it's like putting him in on first down or second down. It's like yeah, critical situations. He's not the guy that I want getting the ball. Yeah, he's, it's gonna it it disrupts the rhythm of the game to me. Yeah, I don't want him obviously taking snaps at quarterback in critical situations. And if we've got um, if it's like okay, third and eight, we gotta we gotta move the chains. I want to go find somebody else other than Taysom Hill. But I mean, if he's open and it works, and great. Um, but yeah, so Justin, lift up your iPad for me. This isn't mine. The fuck is that? It's not mine. We'll talk about that later. Show <laughs> show Nick that. 
Oh my. We'll, ad- we'll address that later. Um, can we talk about Marcus Callaway though? Stud. Like, incredible. Hey, who has a coming out party in preseason? I have Shit, na- Pierre Thomas. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess. Chris Ivory. What was the other one? Running back? Yeah. Kyrie. Uh, yeah, Ky- uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, Robinson. Kyrie Robinson. Yeah, those are the three. Didn't y'all see him at uh, yeah. the restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, those weed ads? Yep. Yeah, shout out weed ads. Best wings in the city. Kind of. Um, but yeah, so uh, Callaway is, I mean, a stud, dude. He's the number one receiver right now. So I, I, I when Michael Thomas comes back and they're on opposite sides of the field, it's gonna be it's gonna be dangerous. Where where the fuck is Traquan Smith? Hurt again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I thought they were just holding him out. Mm, he's hurt. no, no. Uh. Uh-uh. All right, so let's break down the schedule real quick, and we can get everybody's predictions on record. Um. All right, Week One versus Green Bay. What do you think? Um. When? When? Yeah. What? What? Okay, Justin. Week One versus Green Bay. I do think it. I think it's gonna be a win. I, I mean, think I like we're gonna it. drop it. I think it's gonna be like a thirty-one twenty-three. Okay. Loss. What do you think? That's sort of like last year. Was it thirty-seven thirty? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think we'd lose. Green yeah. Bay's got our number. They always have. I'm gonna go loss there, just because. When's the last time we won the first game of the year? Um, that's a good point. It's been a while. I don't think it was this past season, but we normally drop the first one or two. Um. All right, Saints and Panthers. Week two, we'll be at this game. <laughs> this is gonna be a tough one. What? 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 And the Packers is. We're gonna. I'm gonna go with a win, another win here. We're gonna pull out the Packers, but we're gonna struggle with Carolina. Yeah, at home, Packers. That's gonna be a win away. Going to Carolina. That's gonna be a tough one. Why? Carolina's scrappy. They're saying Sam uh, Sam Darnold is like throwing a record number of. Picks. I haven't seen him play in the preseason yet, so. Yeah, they're saying like he sucks. Um, all right, Justin, week two versus Carolina. Uh, it's gonna be an easy win, I feel like. Okay. I don't know much about Carolina, but yeah, win. Yeah, no, it's a definite win. I don't know win. about their defense. Definite win. Um all right, week three in Foxborough taking on New England. Win or loss. I'm going loss. Loss? Yeah. Justin? Uh, I'm going win as well, but it's gonna be a low scoring game. Okay. Joseph? Do they still have a uh, Gilmore? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. He had an off year he last still year. Still got a pretty good defense? Uh yeah. They're getting a lot of starters back. Mm. Well, that's gonna be a tough one then in Foxborough, and we don't know what the weather's gonna be like. Don't know who's gonna be playing quarterback. I mean the weather'll probably be fine because it'll Cam, be Matt in Jones. October. September, sorry. Um I'm gonna go what did I say, one and one? <laughs> probably a loss. Yeah, I'm gonna probably go lost too. Um all right. Next week, Giants go to New Orleans, play us. I think that's a consensus W. Yeah, win, but it's they're not going to cover here. Okay, we don't even know the spread. But <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that's a W for you, Justin? Or you think the Giants get us? No. Okay. Is that home? Yeah. Yeah, win. All right. Uh, Saints versus the football team. That's, that's kind of tough. It's going to be a loss. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that you're talking in absolutes. Um, <laughs> he knows already. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to cover at least? Um, see, I think Washington's going to be like a two-point underdog here. Uh-huh. Y'all remember this. And I think um, they're going to win the game by three points. Okay. 
Okay, Justin versus the football team. It's kind of scary. I got him as another win. Another win? Yeah. All right, Justin's got us going to the fucking Where's it win at? in the division. Um, It's at home. At the Dome? No, no, I'm sorry. It's in Washington. In Washington. I think Washington could be good this year. Um, They got a badass defense. Uh, I'm going to say loss in Washington. If it was at home. I'm going to say win. I would say win. Uh, In Seattle. Um, Loss. I'm going to say loss, too. Loss. Loss. Consensus win. loss. Win? Okay. Yeah. You shook your head like something Seattle's just defense is, is not, declining not very good, rapidly. yes. But they do have Russell Wilson. Uh, okay, so three wins and a loss. Um, or no, sorry, three losses and a win. All right, first uh, first game against the Bucks at home. Win. Win? I say win, too. Loss. Loss? Win. Okay, three wins and a loss. Uh, first division game against the Falcons, also at home. Win. Win, definite win. <laughs> We're on the Falcons, right? Huh? We're on the Falcons? Yes. Loss. Loss? Wins. Okay, so then Ju- Justin gonna has go, us. We're going to go th- uh, on the. Justin has us going streak. undefeated uh, outside of the division, and then we're going to lose every game in the division. What do you have? Falcons win. Win. Yeah. All right, at Tennessee. Win. Okay. <laughs> win. Loss. I'm going to say loss. Uh, in Philly. Win. I'll say win as well. Win. What do you got? It's a toss-up. Well, give me one. Tie. Okay, tie. <laughs> All right. Um, the Bills on Thanksgiving. Win. Okay, you you were down, you're down <laughs> on us in the beginning, and now we're a powerhouse. Yeah, we got suspensions in the beginning. That is true. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say win too. Thanksgiving, we win Thanksgiving. We're stuffing Derek Henry when we're gonna. The Bills can't run. They suck. Dude, they cannot well, run. Well, Derek, they got a Derek Henry plays for Tennessee. Yeah, but y'all said loss. I said one. Okay. <laughs> I said loss, yeah. Okay. Um, the there. No, yeah, he's been playing lights out. I'm going right. loss. Loss. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about again? Bills? Yeah, Bills. Where's it at? At home in the dome. We dominate Thanksgiving. Man. Yeah, I say win as well. Uh, next week uh, against the Cowboys at home. Um, win. Win. No, I think it'll be close. Cowboys cover. That's what I'm thinking is be close, but win. I'm gonna say loss. Uh second game against the Bucks in Tampa. Loss. Win. Win. I say loss. Um at home against the Dolphins. Loss. Loss? Yeah. What do you think? Win. What do you think? I say win as well. Um at home against the Panthers. Gotta be a consensus win. win. Gotta be. Uh, then at home against the Falcons again. Win. Yes. Win. Away. Win. That's right. Away. Um, all right. What What does that have you at, Justin? Um, Shit, I don't know. Yeah, I made the mistake of starting this podcast without a pen. Um, 10 and 7. 10 and 7? Yeah. Okay. Nick, did you write yours down? Um, I don't know why I don't have a, I got around 11 wins, I think, but I can only find five losses. So about 10 and seven. I got us at 11 wins. Yeah. 11 and six. Yep. 
Yeah, 11 and 6 for me. So basically, I think we sweep the Falcons again. I think we split with the Panthers and split with the Bucks. Mm -hmm. I think we'll lose to New England. So that's three losses. Seattle, I said, was a loss. If we win 11 games, we're getting in the playoffs, in my opinion. 12 and 5. And the football team was a loss. So I might have six. I think I'm 11 and 6. Yeah. So we got two 11 and 6s. What do you have? Um, you said 10, 10 and 7. 10 and 7, yeah. 12 and 5, two 11 and 6s. Um, but look, dude. 10 and 7, I don't know if that gets us in the playoffs. But um, no. With the extra game, it's going to be tough. It, 11 could be tough, but you know, no, you, yeah. got, you got the extra spot too. Yeah. So yeah, we just got to go on record. We're going on record with our picks. We're gonna uh, come I think back. If come I back had to a this bet, I would bet that the Saints will make the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's plus money. Um, I mean, that's all over the win projection. Yeah, was it uh, nine? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, let's move on to the reason that we're doing this episode today. Week zero of college football is here. I think we got five games to pick from. How many? How many total games you got? Three. Three. How many you got? Um. Three might have fourth. Okay. I have three as well. Joseph, we didn't fill you in on week zero of college football. <laughs> um, all right. What's your first one? Or what's the matchup at least? Uh, Nebraska minus seven on the road against Illinois. This is going to be the best one of the day, I feel like. At yeah. least the most high profile. Uh, it's definitely the only power five game. Yep. So last season, both of these teams – weren't good when they played each other. Illinois beat them 41 to 23. But in that game, Nebraska turned the ball over five times, three interceptions and two fumbles. Four of those turnovers were responsible by Luke McCaffrey, mm-hmm. who's their former quarterback, no longer on the team, transferred to Louisville. They're going back to Adrian Martinez. Yeah, and when he came in, he ended up leading them in, uh, in rushing and threw for 71% completion percentage for his passes. So I think considering that there seems to be some not as many questions around the quarterback position, so they won't be running two quarterbacks. They'll just be sticking with one, it seems like. And then they're returning eight starters on defense and nine – I mean eight starters on offense and nine starters on defense. I do think that this could be a year that Nebraska gets a winning record. Yeah. Scott Frost has had a, a shitty first three seasons. He's due. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of right there with you. So Nebraska's returning 10 of last year, 10 of the 11 starters from last year on defense, uh, which obviously they weren't a very good team, but they're going to have, uh, I mean, familiar faces on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, obviously, like Nick said, McCaffrey's gone. Adrian Martinez is back for his junior season, and really he hasn't been able to put it together, but he's shown flashes. Uh he can obviously dual threat. He fumbles it a little too much, but if he can hang on to the ball, he's able to make plays downfield. Uh, and then again, yeah, Scott Frost is obviously on the hot seat. Best way to get off the hot seat is to uh, start the season off with a win, which they haven't done since 1999 um, on the road, a, a road victory to open the season. It's been since 1999. Uh, but I think they're due, like you said. So Illinois was dead last defensively in the Big Ten, and uh, obviously they have a new head coach, and who's a Brett Belima. Let's see the one from Arkansas, from Wisconsin. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Anyway, he's who fat. am I thinking of? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you're very, like he's him, very man. large. Yeah. So I wouldn't. Tr- I wouldn't bet on him. So 
obviously we know Nebraska can run the ball. They lost two of their top offensive linemen, but I mean, it's like a it's a revolving door with corn fed offensive linemen up there in Nebraska. So uh, they got USC transfer Marquis Step who was battling an injury early in camp, but he's been practicing uh, consistently, so he's expected to be a full go. Uh, kind of reminds me of Maurice Jones-Drew a little bit, but that might be a little generous of a comparison. Uh, I think Martinez makes the necessary throws uh, down the field late in the game when need be, and I think they established the run game from the start, so I'm taking Nebraska minus seven, without a doubt. Illinois gave up 35 points a game last year. Yeah. Are you on this game, Justin? Yeah, but... um. Belima was at Arkansas as well. He was okay. at both schools. Okay. Um, I'm taking the under at okay. 55 here. Um, I think both teams are going through quarterback struggles. Mm-hmm. I don't like Martinez either for um, Nebraska. Yeah, I don't love Martinez by any means. No. But. Um, but, yeah, I don't see this game being a high-scoring game. But if I were to pick one of the two sides, I'd go Nebraska minus seven. Yeah, I think they're going to be able to establish the run, and then you got the dual threat ability of Martinez, which he can run the ball well. He just fumb- he fumbles it too much. So I think he's got 30-something rushing touchdowns and like 50 fumbles. Yeah, he like, he was the leading rusher on their team. Yeah. And he didn't play for – or he didn't get yeah. a whole lot of looks for a, half the season when McCaffrey was their starter. Okay, so we got two Nebraska minus sevens, and then uh, Justin is on the under 55. Joseph, if you had to take a shot in the dark on this game, which side would it be? Y'all all got Nebraska? We do. You going Illinois? <laughs> Ride it. Yeah? Yeah, take it to the bank. Okay. I feel good about that one. Um, <laughs> all right, next one for me, Hawaii at UCLA. UCLA 17.5-point favorites. Um UCLA is one and four in their last five season openers, and they have Dorian Thompson Robinson at quarterback, who we all know about Dorian Thompson Robinson. Um, has the ability to do it, but it's a good chance he's stupid. So, I mean, <laughs> just just looking at his play, I don't feel like – I hate him, to be honest. But um, he did miss 10 days of practice while serving a suspension, uh, and I'm no therapist, but that's not good. So that was like recently within this month he had to miss. He was out for 10 days. He got suspended for undisclosed reasons. And then also to UCLA, obviously for week one plays LSU. So this could be a classic look ahead game on week zero, which you don't see often. Um, I like Todd Graham a lot as the head coach of the Rainbow Warriors and they're returning almost all of their top five leading tacklers. They're not going to win, but I think they'll give Hawaii. I mean, they'll give UCLA a close enough game. So I'm going to take Hawaii plus 17 and a half is what I got it at. Are you on this one? You got to be. You love Hawaii. Yeah, on this one. You, you love Hawaii. saying Hawaii, at least. They suck. You take uh, UCLA? I, yeah, I am, and here's why. I think just looking at the way UCLA finished the season last year, they their record wasn't very good, but they played close games with USC and Oregon. I think both of those games were settled by three points. Um, I mean, there were... They're returning all five of their offensive linemen. Obviously, their quarterback you mentioned. Um, it seems like they have a decent amount of depth at re- wide receiver. Um, and then just to me, it's Hawaii's. I think that there might be a vulnerability here in, in Hawaii's rush defense. Um, I think if UCLA leans on the run, they have the tools around that to 
add with the passing game and have a balanced attack. I just think that Hawaii's offense struggled too much last year. If UCLA stops number seven, Calvin Turner, then mm-hmm. Hawaii's not going to be able to uh, cover this game. And I think that that's really one of their only legitimate threats on offense. So I'm going to go with UCLA minus 17 and a half. Do you remember what he said last week? No. No? Mm-hmm. Said, I do. What would you say? I said I'm going to bet every double-digit underdog. Yes. Well, I'll change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, are you on this one? Yes. Um, I'm actually taking UCLA minus 17 and a half. Good. Just the way I want it. I've been saying it for about a week now. Um, but I do feel like. Well, yeah, yeah you were putting. Bet, he's betting on Dorian Thompson Robinson to win the Heisman. So. Just a little. Yeah. So he. Shot yeah, in the dark. It, yeah. I should have. I should have remembered that. But. um. Yeah, I feel like it's now or never for Chip Kelly. I feel like he's got to do something this year or he's going to be gone. They do have a good secondary. I, I definitely remember yeah, that. Yeah, the defense is um not bad. They only lost one starter. Yeah. Some lineman. So the the biggest thing here is like when I'm looking at if they think that UCLA is only is a four-point underdog against LSU, this these spreads are already out, right? Yes, I believe. And it's like LSU is four touchdowns better than Hawaii, in my opinion. Yeah. So it's like when I look at the discrepancy here, I get what you're saying. Like they could be looking ahead to a more important game, a tougher challenge. Um, They are. Hawaii's going to be a tune-up game. It's basically preseason. But just Hawaii ended up beating Houston in a bowl game last year, I think. Week zero might as well be preseason when you're playing, when you're a heavy favorite. But if Houston would have ran the ball, they would have destroyed Hawaii. <laughs> so UCLA, you got to run the ball. Don't be afraid to run it. So, I, honestly, I like that y'all are on the same page. So, I feel good about it. I, yeah, I it really never do. happens. If it was in Hawaii, I, I'd I'm bet. never on the same page as them. <laughs> y'all are right now. I know. Yeah, yeah. So when there's no like trend. synergy. Yeah. Um. All right. What's your last game? Um. UConn at Fresno State. Really? You're staying away from San Jose State? <laughs> yeah. I'm you love San Jose that. State. Um, yeah. Fresno State finished the season with the number one offense in the Mountain West and fifth. They finished the season fifth in passing in the nation. Um, quarterback Jake Hayner. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Probably not. Is returning along with his top five wide receivers from last season on defense. They return what looks like all of its starters and its top twenty tacklers. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know twenty people played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. UConn didn't even play last year, and in two thousand nineteen, they sucked. Head coach Randy Edsall through six seasons has six wins and thirty losses. I'm taking UConn plus 27. <laughs> I don't even know who their players are, and I'm pretty sure it looks like their head coach doesn't know. So so give me a good reason on why somebody should trust that pick. You just got to trust me here. This is my lock of the week. Oh, God. Oh. Are we going back to this? <laughs> yeah, I know. We went away from locks of the week last year because we fucking sucked when it came to the locks of the week. We did well record-wise. I guess I guess we can recap last year's I mean, too at the Looking end. at this, it's like it makes too much sense to bet um, – Fresno here, so I gotta fade that. Yeah. Okay. Are you on this one? I think you if UConn no. comes out and gets like you know if they get the first score or something, then if they're able to run the ball, which they might, Fresno State's run defense could be a little bit suspect. Yeah. 
it could be hard for Fresno to end up covering the full four touchdown spread, you know? Yeah, just like it's going to be hard for UCLA to cover the uh, the 17 and a half. Yeah, they're it could win. be a point. Yeah, they're going to win by 17. Um, All right, Justin, what's what, what's your next one? Uh, My last one is my big easy bet. Well, you said you had four, right? Nah. You changed? Oh, you said three, maybe four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Basically, I have four. I would take Nebraska minus seven. Oh, I got you. I got you. That was you. Okay. Um, this is my big easy bet. If we're still doing that, yes, we are. Um, Nick Starkle, San Jose State, minus twenty three and a half versus Found Blue High. I mean, it, it doesn't even matter yeah. who this team is. Never heard of them. Yeah, they're playing average Joes. They might win by fifty five. Who are they playing again? You Southern Utah. Southern. Shit. I'm on this game as well. You got to watch out for Southern Utah. You got to watch out for Nick Starkle, hometown hero. All linemen are back, too. They are. All stars. And the defense is damn good. The defense is really good. And yeah, the majority they of didn't, the, They didn't show up in a bowl game. Yeah, they didn't show up in the bowl game, but they showed up in the regular season. They they beat Boise State. They won their conference, too. Yeah, they, well, they were, yeah, they were undefeated going into the bowl game. Mm-hmm. This is my lock of the week as well. Nick Starkle, hometown hero. I was big on San Jose State. You were. Year. You were. That's why I figured you would be on this game. Um, I'm surprised you're not. Are you are you you reconsidering? Because I think it's the last game of the night, and all I know is that we're going to be kicking back on the couch in front of the 75-inch <laughs> TV that we just struggled to put up for an hour and a half, and we're going to watch Nick Starkle beat this team by 50. It's just a tough one because You're I taking remember. UConn plus 28 and a half. They haven't won in seven years. Well, they didn't play last year. They've been winning a little more and a little more every year. Um, <laughs> I mean, Do y'all remember play. NCAA 14? Yes. Every single time I would make, like, the dynasty, yeah. I would always pick UConn. That's Because weird. they were so bad. And I would try to oh, I got you. turn the whole program around. You wanted to be the hero in Connecticut. You yeah. took, took the state from rags to riches. And it was hard. Yeah, I it bet wasn't it wasn't easy. <laughs> it's uh, just last year I don't remember... They were damn good on defense. They were a really good team, but they didn't win any games by more than 20 points. Yeah, but they beat Boise State. I know that, but I'm just if saying they did If you beat Boise State, you're I mean, good. No, they were playing all in conference games, but there are some bad teams in the Mountain West. UNLV's yeah. not a very good team. Hawaii is not a very good team. Can I can I get Southern Utah? New Mexico's not a very good team. They didn't beat any of these teams by 20 points. Yeah, well, it's a new year. Can I get Southern Utah's record? Uh, they're not any good, but I'm just saying I would be a little bit worried about that. But just because they played a lot of good teams close and ended up winning winning those games, but they didn't really blow anybody out. Yeah, well. But, I mean, they didn't play anybody probably as I got it. At, I got it at 22 and a half. You got 23 and a half? Yeah, 22 and a half. Yeah, that's what I got it at, and I'm rolling with that. Um, What about you? You remember Nick Starkle? Mississippi State? Mm, he was A&M, and then he went to Arkansas. Same color. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of. A&M, then Arkansas. Um, he, was, he was a dude who wore, like, the Justin Bieber shirt under his fucking jersey, and then that stopped working. He bounced around from team to team, like, four times, and then he said, okay, I'm going to throw the shirt away. Was um, it supposed to be good luck? I, I, yeah, I think so. I think he's <laughs> a big, big Justin Bieber fan. Um, but I, I don't give a shit who he's a fan of if he goes out and beats San Jose State by at least 23 points. So, I couldn't care less. Um But yeah, would you would you touch this game 
if you were betting it. Are you going to bet college football this year? Mm, no. Unless it tells you. You said no? Unless it tells you. Just leaving money on the table. I don't know nothing about that. Just leaving money on the you table. You got to find out about it. Yeah. I'm this not is a how big you, fan of college football. This is how you find out. Um, Too many teams. No, yeah. College, college football is way better than the NFL. So, all right. No more? I'm done. All right. I'm going to recap mine real quick. Uh, I think it's in order, too. I'm starting the day off with Nebraska, minus seven. Really, like, I, that should probably be my lock, but I don't know. I'm going Nebraska minus seven, Hawaii plus 17 and a half, and then my big easy bet of the week, San Jose State minus 22 and a half. Go. Nebraska minus seven, UConn plus 27 and a half, <laughs> and UCLA minus 17 and a half. Um, Illinois, Nebraska under 55, UCLA minus 17 and a half over Hawaii and Big easy bet of the week, San Jose State minus 22.5 over Southern Utah. San Jose State might make New Year, make, make a New Year's six. I mean, let, let's call it for what it is. They were on the table again? No, nah, not going to happen. <laughs> no, I'd yeah. put the farm on them this I feel week. like this yeah. is going to be – they're going to disappoint this season. No, yeah, I'm kidding. They're not making a New Year's six. But, but I mean, they're not going to lose to – It doesn't mean that they can't smash you, you Southern Utah. Yeah, exactly. You can't even say it because you don't even know where – you've never heard of the team. Well, I didn't it know. It might not even be a team. It might be a club. If it was Northern Utah, I will maybe bet. Would you? I will maybe bet San Jose State. <laughs> I yep. just feel like Southern They're Utah is probably a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Um, but I doubt it. So, all right. Well, let's, uh, we'll recap last year's uh, records. Wait. What? Do they always do this? What? Why have I never heard of week zero? Yeah, they always do it. It's a it's, dumb thing. Yeah, I can't like really explain it to you. Yeah. Always? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that like nobody talks about. But it's the just game there. counts? Yeah. Why aren't there more games? Uh, Because it's not week one. <laughs> Sometimes Still, there's a little bit saying, of a you, better game than like the best ones, Nebraska and Illinois. Usually there's at least one kind of decent game. Wasn't there BYU and Navy last year? The uh, year before that, Miami and Florida. Yep. Are any of these teams ranked? Once um, playing this Saturday? No, 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 God, no. Come on, but um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nebraska ended up that season ranked in the top twenty-two or twenty-three. What? <laughs> I don't know if they get inside the top twenty, what about but twenty-five. Yeah, why would it? Why not in the top twenty-five for one? Why specifically twenty-two, twenty-three? Because I think they get a little bit closer to twenty than twenty-five. Okay. Yeah, know? I don't know about all that, but I hope you're right because then that would mean that they would probably win. Well, they should. The they should be the Illinois. Illinois got too many questions. They got it's a debacle over there. <laughs> well, Lovey Smith's out, so I don't know what Lovey Smith's doing these days. Um, but yeah, so let's recap last year's records. Um, you had a very good year. I have no clue what your NFL record was. I have them here. Okay, good because uh, we are in a new studio this year. We have moved um, to a completely different setup. And in the process, our board got a little smudge. But in college football, I was 72-73-1. and one. And if you remember how I started, the fact that I ended up just under 500 was uh, a Christmas miracle. Um, and then Nick was a very respectable. Is that 64-45-1 or 43-1? 45. Okay. Yeah, that's damn good. 58.7%. 58.7% hovering right around 60. Um, and then NFL... Uh, those records are messed up because 
they were never adjusted. To what? You see those games that are on there? Those weren't added in there. Oh, well, did we do well? Yeah, you did well. I did well. You were a, bit, a little bit better in the NFL than you did in college. No, no, no. Yeah, so I meant 65 just, I meant just on that week. Oh, yeah. And Oh, you're talking about college football? The games weren't added in? No, they were. The NFL isn't. Oh, we're not. Okay. So, my, so then... My NFL record was 44-28-1. Yeah. 61.1%. Yeah, start with that. Throw that out there. You got me confused. But I don't know what yours is. Well, I'm, what, 41 and 37 and 3 before we add it in there. And then, let's see, 42, 43, 44, and 38, 39, 40. 44, 40, and 3. Um, so, yeah, definitely a down year for me. But we were positive in the NFL, and we were right there around 500 in college football. Um and like I said, if you remember how I started, it was fucking horrendous. I went on like a, a solid streak. I don't remember how many. I won like like a 10 or 11 in a row at one point. So I remember you started betting every single game. Yeah. Like there was like two weeks where you bet. Like when your back's against the wall, you got to stand games. tall. So when, when stuff starts getting hairy, that's when you find out about yourself. So you can cower away from it or you can uh, – you can dig your feet in the sand and you can, you can come all the way back. So that's what I did. It could have been a completely different year. Um, but this is you, what year three. I mean, um, this is going to be my best year yet. It's going to be my best year yet as well. I mean, I'm a, it's going to be tough to top the NFL record. I'm not going to lie, but in college foosball, I mean, dude, I'm ripping this year. Year one, my college record was fucking yeah. damn good. Year two, not so much. Um, so I'm due. Good, bad, now we're good. Year three is going to be good. Um, all right, what else do we have going on? Anything else? Tyrone Woodley, Jake oh, Paul. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, um, honestly, this shit's going to be extremely entertaining because Barstool is like the main sponsor, and so Dave Pornoy and Big Cat are doing ringside announcing. Oh, So that's going to be awesome. Um, also, too, Rough and Rowdy, it's big weekend for Barstool. Rough and Rowdy is on Saturday, which is their boxing, um, I don't know what you call it, Event. Card, yeah, yeah event, event that they put on. Um, Dan Rue is fighting. Who? Um, fucking Supreme Patty. Swigglebee. Oh, <laughs> dope. <laughs> yeah. I hope he smashes your boy. <laughs> How long have you practiced that, uh, that dude's nuts, impersonation? Dude. Isn't that the guy with the fat face and he squeezes lemons and shit? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he, does he, does. Weird shit. yeah he was yeah. bench pressing and then he's like, oh, fuck, I can't get it. And they squeeze lime and lemon in his eyes. He might be able to take a couple shots then. Yeah, Dan, yeah. Dan Rue <laughs> said he's been money on him. Dan Rue said he's been training for nine days. So, okay. uh, but it's rough and rowdy. It's three one minute rounds. So you go out there it's and just, just boxing. Yeah. I'd still go Patty. And then who else? Oh, uh, Pac-Man Jones is fighting that dude, Bobby Lang. I told you about that. Um, obviously everybody knows Pac-Man Jones, old defensive back in the NFL, um, known for being a damn good cornerback playing for a long time, but also getting a fight in that airport and like fucking people up. I think it was like over Popeye's. So, or, or they had Popeye's in the fight. Um, so he's boxing the guy who like continuously wins in barstool. Um, so yeah, that's going to be entertaining as shit. I think they're just funny when they're calling the ringside announcing and all of that. It's just, it's entertaining. So let's talk about Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley though. Cause you still standing on uh your Jake Paul's going to win Hill. I don't know. I'm be honest. I kind of, well, what do you mean? Moved a little bit away from that, but the odds have gone. What are the odds? Jake Paul's a two to one favorite. Really? Yeah. So that's gotten bigger then than when it would it opened yeah. up at. I mean, he was open a slight favorite, but it was just slight. 
Okay. And at that and at that point, I was like, yeah, I'd bet on Jake Paul. But you know, I've seen a little bit of Tyron Woodley's work. Uh, I don't know. Jake Paul is going to have to be on his A game if he wants to win. If uh, uh, that's what I was telling somebody last night. If Jake Paul, Jesus, can we hit the mute button? Yeah, give us a signal. Um, if Jake Paul knocks out Tyron Woodley, then you got to respect that. Like. Like him knocking out Nate Robinson doesn't mean shit. But if you knock out Tyron Woodley, one of the big, greatest welterweights of all time, arguably, um, that's pretty impressive. So I don't think he will. I think uh, he's never been hit. He got hit by Ben Askren, who has no stand up and obviously isn't going to hurt him. So if he takes, if he, like you saw him hitting the heavy bag, his technique's fucking terrible. His technique is shit. So that's, they were critiquing, they were saying that he was boxing with this other girl who is a professional and they're like you can that's the difference between a professional and an amateur like her mm-hmm. shit's crisp and it goes right back up to the chin like he's throwing like from the hip and like just wild as shit like no defense nothing so if he takes a clean shot from tyron woodley we've never seen if he can take that kind of punching power so yeah, i think a, he probably can you think so yeah, well, Bob, I don't know. They're probably fighting something like 12-ounce gloves or something, maybe even probably 12-ounce gloves. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's kind of stupid. Usually a stupid person can take, a, can, take, take, can take a punch better than a smart person. You know what I mean? I mean, are you calling Tyron Woodley smart? No, I'm saying usually a stupid person can take a punch better than a smart person can. So which one are you saying can take the punch better? A stupid person. Which one of the two are stupid? I'm saying that Jake Paul is pretty stupid. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Are you calling Tyron Woodley smart then? So, No, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. <laughs> like if I were to cat- categorize Jake Paul as stupid or smart, I would categorize him as stupid. <laughs> regardless of who he's fighting against. <laughs> I'm just saying like if you're stupid, you could probably take a punch better than a smart person. I mean, I don't know that they've done a study on that, but. I mean, Shit, dude. All you got to do I is look saying, at man. all the dumb people that have fought, fought. They can take a punch, bro. Yeah. Like that dude who just fought O'Malley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nate Diaz. I mean, he's yeah. the king of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Justin, which way are – how do you see this fight going? What are you thinking? Um. Well, I was going to say, I saw a picture yesterday of Woodley before he started the training for the Paul fight. Yeah. Versus, like, yesterday, and it's it's an insane transformation, even for him, and he's a professional. Yeah. So, um, I'm going Woodley. Yeah. Yeah, I actually might lay some money here on Woodley. Really? Yeah. You were the biggest Jake Paul advocate from the get-go. I was, but that was on... There's been a lot of time between... Masvidal um, said he's going to get knocked the fuck out. Jake Paul? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I he was in that. he was in Jake Paul's corner. I with, remember with Askren. Yeah, so not like in his corner, but training with him. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that just Woodley being able to focus on just boxing. You just look at the way he's not a total. It looked like he had the ability to be taught boxing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because he's got he's athletic, a good frame. Yeah, definitely. He was working with Floyd a little bit too. So I think that if he's comfortable in his boxing stance, he should be relatively comfortable in a fighting stance because that's what he did. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing is yeah. to be comfortable in there and be able to so he can let loose his athletic ability. Yeah. Okay, Joseph. Which how do you see this fight going? If uh, do you need us to get you some Who, water? Who's been training with Floyd? 
Tyron Woodley. <clears throat> well, I thought he was going to win regardless. Did you? Mm-hmm. Why is that? He's got more fighting experience. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like so. If if Jake Paul loses, I mean, this whole thing's over, right? Well, um, not really. He'll make it back somehow. I don't think he's so. so. Famous. He's I don't know, dude. It's kind of strange that the way this is working because his brother's never won, and he's gonna. Who's he fighting now? Who are they talking uh, about him uh, fighting? Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. But there's so much crazy. Like he never won a fight, and then he fights. Miles Floyd Garrett. Mayweather. Miles so, Garrett just said that. He I don't would know. Knock there's something out. else around this that that doesn't. Winning doesn't seem. It definitely helps to sell these fights because like you're, everyone hates this guy and they want to see him lose. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's like yeah. But there's once, something once else. he does lose, though, I feel like it's over. He loses against Woodley, it's over with. I know, but his brother never won. Yeah, but like like Floyd, for example, nobody's gonna fucking buy one of Floyd's exhibit exhibition fights after what he did with Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah, I don't know man. about that. That was yeah. terrible. You don't think? I mean, you think they will? Yeah. No, that was fucking horrendous. He in the post fight, he said, "Y'all can't expect me to fight like I used to. Like I'm not the fighter I was." It's okay. Well, Why Logan are we Paul paying? didn't go there to fight. What do you mean? He did. Yeah, he go was just there going there. Fight. Yeah, I know. I get that. He was just trying to make it to the bell. So, but still, if Floyd's gonna make excuses at the end of the fight, like, "Oh, I'm not the fighter I used to be. I'm I'm old now." It's like, then why? Are we, I mean, I didn't pay. We didn't pay for it. We we bootlegged it, but. Yeah. Still, why would anybody pay for that? Don't do don't do these shitty exhibition fights anymore. Then, if you're not if you're gonna make excuses after, yeah, you can do it for the money, obviously, and but you can't yeah. do some bullshit after. Yeah, don't be like, oh, I'm not the fighter. Well, I, I mean, used he to be. beat. Well, it wasn't even a close fight. Yeah, he definitely won. No, I'm not saying it wasn't a close. fight. But that fight, he didn't knock him out. A guy that's like probably sixty pounds heavier than him and twenty years or twenty five years younger. Yeah, but we we were all in consensus that he could stop that fight whenever he wanted to. If Jake Paul would have actually tried to fight, if he throws punches, then that allows for Floyd to throw clean punches. No, Every time yeah, Floyd I get it, Floyd was trying to get up in him, and Jake Paul would clinch. Yeah, Logan. It's Paul. hard. Logan? Yeah, Logan Paul. Yeah. Well, so it's hard to knock Floyd, out a guy yeah. like that, especially when you're f- way smaller than him. Yeah. No. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, I w- I wouldn't ever pay for it ever again. That was the biggest waste of time I've ever had. So there's no way. But that's not Floyd's fault. That's Logan Paul's fault. Yeah. But Floyd's getting in there saying how he's old. He's not the fighter he used to be and all of that. Then it's like, then why? Yeah. That's not making me go. Okay. Well, I'm going to buy your next one. Then if you're getting up there after the fact and saying like, "Eh, I'm not as quick as I used to be. Y'all can't expect me to fight like I used to. Like that doesn't make me say, okay, I'm going to buy your next fight. I mean, he was just saying shit after the fight. I mean, well, you got to go by what he says. I yeah, but I mean, he also saying. said at the like end I of the fight that he, yeah. he was fighting to survive. Yeah, no, I get that. But in the beginning, he did have exchanges where he, he started trying to let his... When Logan Paul bull rushed him and Floyd covers up, and then it's like... But then there was he started attacking the body, and he, Floyd wasn't, like, on him the whole time. It's not like Floyd was... He definitely stalked him down for the majority of the fight. Yeah, I know, but he could have went a little more aggressive if he wanted to, though. No, he couldn't have because yeah, Jake Paul clinched every time he would get inside. He could still attack the body, though. He could Every still do time it. he clinched him. You're talking about somebody that's 60 pounds heavier than you and probably a little bit stronger so than the you. So the pound-for-pound... And way taller than Arguably him. the pound-for-pound greatest boxer of all time. There was nothing he could do. So if they were to go fight again in a 12-round fight, if Jake then, Jake, Paul, then he's going to go to decision if every If Logan time. Paul tries to fight him and hit him, then he'll get knocked out. Yeah, but the fact that... I, it's a boxing match. 
Yes, I know that. I watched He it. didn't box. He was still in the ring. Yeah, but, I mean, he wouldn't have won anywhere. Yeah, I, I don't see how. It, it's it's Floyd Mayweather. It's it's versus a, a guy who is on YouTube. There's a reason there's weight classes in boxing and in fighting. Yeah, I wouldn't buy one ever again. I felt like it was the biggest waste of time of my life. So I mean, he's 155. He's fighting someone that's 200 pounds. Yeah, I mean, going into it, everybody was in agreement that Floyd's going to stop it whenever. Yeah, he well, wants you to, thought so. that Logan Paul would try to hit him. I mean, I felt like there was opportunities in the beginning, so there was plenty. There was plenty of chances where he bull rushed him, and he could have tried to do something. But there was that one angle though that they showed where I was just about Floyd to say that. tagged him a little bit. He didn't get knocked out. I don't out think on he his got feet. knocked out, but I definitely think it dazed him a little bit because he kind of like dropped his head and his eyes were droopy. Yeah, didn't Floyd like help him? Like, yes, no, it, like well, yeah, I, yeah. He didn't get. He wasn't out on his feet. I don't think, and he didn't hold him up like while he was out on his feet. But I felt like he was much like with McGregor playing with him in the beginning, and yeah. then it got to the point to where okay, it's later rounds now, like and then shit. Logan Paul's just trying to get to the end of the round. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope. Jake yeah, but that Paul was the plan. He wasn't trying yeah. to knock him out in the beginning. I would have rather see that. I, I would go. I would yeah, order the same the, thing he did with McGregor. I mean, he finished McGregor. Yeah, I know, but I would, I would, yeah, because McGregor's boxing him. But I would watch. I would say, okay, because McGregor the, tried to fight him. I'll buy the and next. We're not going to compare Jake Paul. I mean, Logan Paul to McGregor. Yeah, I get that, but again, he's playing with him in the beginning. I'd rather him go out and knock him out in the first round. I'd say I'll watch the next one, and, and watching them just hug on each other for eight rounds in an exhibition. Yeah, but and then that's him not Floyd's that, fault. Yeah, I mean, sure, you we, can't we can argue against it. What do you mean? Because you're making no sense. The guy he was fighting has to fight him he in order for him. He was playing with him in the beginning. Yeah. So he didn't have to. I just said I would rather him not play with him in the beginning, knock him out, and then I would be way more likely to buy the next one and watch him fight again versus him play with him in the beginning. Then Logan Paul's just trying to survive to the end of the fight, and then Floyd's up there saying, it's not, I'm not the fighter I used to be. Well, then why am I ordering anything that you're in? If you're well, he's get trying a- to sell it in a way that – just like the McGregor, oh well, McGregor went ten rounds with one of the greatest boxers of all time. Floyd could have finished him, yeah, definitely. way earlier if he wanted to. Yeah, he was trying to do the same thing with him. Then Jake Paul, I mean Logan Paul, goes into survival mode, and I don't really blame him. Like Floyd stood to lose way more, so that's why I don't know why. Like if you after that, nobody's saying like the talk is not oh Floyd won by decision. It's Logan Paul lasted to the end of the fight. Yeah, but it only Everybody because that was thought, his only goal. Yeah, again, I don't blame him, though. Every, his goal wasn't to win. Uh, yeah, I understand So that. it's like probably the next person he fights, will, his goal will be to try to win. Yeah, I'm just saying just for the It's floor, very the strange that he got into the boxing general. ring and that wasn't his goal. Yeah, any, everybody's goal when they fight should be to win. I would hope it is. He I didn't mean, try to win. Motivator. Yeah, but did anybody think he had a chance to win? Regardless, why would that be your mindset when you fight to not win? No, I get it. If you that want, if you want to legitimately be a professional fighter, right. but they don't want to, they pretend that they want to, but they don't really want to. So that's why I'm like, why would I buy these fights? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. If Jake Paul gets knocked out by Tyron Woodley, it's over with. It's right. done. No. I, I would buy any fight just on the sheer possibility of somebody getting knocked out. Well, we don't buy any fights. Well, you know what I mean. Watch <laughs> any fight, pirate but, them. But yeah, no, I mean I. I don't blame him for he's getting paid a shit ton of money, and then now he's going to say, I can. I went the distance with Floyd. 
So I feel like it's up to Floyd to put him the fuck out right away because he's clearly able to if he wants to. Yeah, but it's a lot different when you're fighting someone that much bigger than you. Yeah, I know that. But we not were, only does he have a he has a advantage in height and in weight, so he has leverage on him. No, yeah, I get it. But we were all in a, in agreement, consensus agreement, that he could stop the fight whenever he wanted to. So I would have rathered him want to stop it in the first round. Yeah, but that was everyone thinking that Jake Paul would try to hit him. Like there was for the majority of the fight, he did not try to. After, after like the offense. second and third round, yeah, he did not. I felt like in the beginning, at least, there was time he was throwing wildly. Like he didn't look like he had ever thrown a punch before. When he started bull rushing him in the corner and trying to throw body shots, that boy was swinging wild. No, yeah, it was. <clears throat> I don't know. Regardless. How did that even come up? Logan Paul and Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett said that he would knock him out. Just randomly? He said he said if I wanted to, I could knock him out. I don't know. I'm sure he got asked by a Probably reporter. Ass, yeah. But you would expect him to, though. Yeah, Huge. I would. Because yeah. he's way bigger than yeah, him. He's a big-ass dude. Yeah, but, I mean, you can make the argument that if he's been boxing and Miles Garrett's just been playing football, that would that's more of a toe-to-toe thing. That's not way bigger. I'm sure he's way bigger, but size height-wise, it's probably not that big of a difference. What's Logan Paul, 6'2"? Probably something around that. I don't know exactly his height. Miles Garrett's what, 6'3", 6'4"? I would say at least 6'5". Yeah, I'd say about... Six five, six, six six. Four. Logan Paul might be six four. I don't know. I have to look it up. I think he's like six two. Six three. And a half. I'm gonna go six four. Are you guessing? Are you, you and a six two. Yeah. God damn. But I mean the weight here is like probably fifty pound difference. Two seventy, so he's eighty pounds bigger than him when he fought Floyd. It's like I don't care how much training Logan Paul has, there's no way he'll be able to beat him. Yeah, regardless. <laughs> there's no there's nothing that would ever compel me to buy one of their fights ever again. Floyd included. So unless Floyd wants to go fight Manny Pacquiao or something, even then I probably still wouldn't buy it. But I mean we segued there. That pretty much wraps up episode eighty three. Um anybody got anything to say before we go? Yeah, I think I said it already, but I'm gonna double down on it. I really, really, really want Jake Paul to get knocked the fuck out. Like cold. <laughs> Bad. I just want it to be over. I'm tired of that dude. Yeah, I mean, if it goes to decision, they're probably going to give it to Jake Paul. But That's this Saturday? I think it's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, because they do all their fights on Sunday night for some reason. Hmm. So, all right. Um, that'll do it. Week zero. Our picks are in the books. Um, finally got college football to watch again. If we did not touch on a game that you were – Considering betting on, uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Big Easy Bets, uh, and you can find the podcast on, obviously, iTunes and Spotify. Uh, all right, y'all have a good one. Who dat?